Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. Good to be with you again. I hope you're having a fantastic day, fantastic week. I have another grammar topic today. I'm going to make it as interesting as I can, but this is kind of like a part two. So a few weeks ago, we learned about the present perfect tense. Today, I thought I would talk about the past perfect tense because I do get quite a lot of questions about this and it's very useful too. So we'll, we'll come to that in a little while, in a minute. First of all, If you think it would be helpful for you, don't forget to check out the transcript, you know, the text to what I'm saying, which you can find in the show notes. There's a link in the description for this podcast episode. You can download the transcript there. Also, Christmas is coming up. And one thing that I would love to have for Christmas is lessons with italki. <laughs> Um, I know many of you won't celebrate Christmas, but whether you do or you don't, I think now it's a great time of year to think about even your New Year's resolutions, your plan for the next year. I think we're all on the same page where we want 2021 to be an amazing, good, positive year. You know, we've had a bad year this year, so tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> next year can be different. Uh, so when you come to like making your resolutions or even buying a gift for someone, consider italki. So italki is a place where you can have online lessons with a teacher. I use italki. There are many, many thousands of teachers on italki. And if you use my link, you can get $10 off when you sign up. So the link is levelupenglish.school forward slash free, levelupenglish.school slash free. More information on that page. Okay, and the last couple things I want to mention, this is related to what I'm doing at the moment. I'm very busy, as you might see, hopefully you can see. One thing I'm doing, as I've mentioned before, are group lessons. So just a quick update on that. I have one group lesson on Sunday, which usually fills up, and one group lesson on Friday. So these are kind of conversation classes, very low price, and we can just come together, we can practice English together, I will help you with new words, and we'll have like a really good discussion. They're always so much fun, and I feel most people who join come back again. So that hopefully shows that people like it as well. But it's really a lot of fun. You can join one class and there's no commitment to join any more. So you can join one class. If you don't like it, that's fine. If you are taking the class for the first time, you can use the coupon on the website for £2 off. So that means the one hour class on Friday is just £6. I really hope you can make it. I would love to meet more of you and practice with more of you out there. It's a maximum of five learners, so it's a very small group. If you want to join or find out more, 
you can go to my main teaching website, ewmichael.com slash group. Very simple. Hope to see you there. The last reminder, just to make sure you are aware of this, is every Sunday morning, at the moment it's morning, it might change, but every Sunday I'm doing free live stream lessons. So these are 20 minute live stream lessons via YouTube, but they will only be viewable to members of Level Up English. So it's completely free to sign up, but you have to make an account and then you can watch the live stream, comment live, practice live, and yeah, learn some English with me on the weekend. So I really hope to see you there. Again, just go to Level Up English and there should be a banner at the top of the website where you can click and see the next live stream. So I've got a lot going on. Sorry if it's too much news, but I really think these are things that can help you uh, if you're interested anyway. Okay, so let's get to the topic today. Sorry for the long intro. I hope you stuck with me. Or maybe you skipped ahead, in which case, hello again. And yeah, past perfect tense. This is very challenging for many people. It's quite scary to learn about. And if you don't have a similar tense in your language, it seems like really strange. But I think it's easier than present perfect. Many, most textbooks will kind of teach this one after. I guess in many ways it's less important than present perfect, but we still use it in basically every conversation. It's really, really common tense. Um, sometimes it's very important. Sometimes we can not use it and it still makes sense. But the reason why I think it's easier is because there aren't so many rules. Present perfect has many rules. Past perfect is quite... Uh, not quite simple, but more simple, let's say. <laughs> so, okay, let me first give you an example of past perfect. So, when they arrived, I had already left. The key here is I had already left. So, past perfect always uses the word had. Always, always, always use the word had. If it doesn't have had, it's not past perfect. Although we can contract it and say I'd, which is I had or he'd, but it's always had in there somewhere. Another thing about past perfect is it's always used with the past simple. They're never ever apart. Sometimes we use past perfect alone, but in that case, past simple is implied. Before I give you an example, let's quickly look at the structure of past perfect. We use subject, which is like I or he. Then we use had, and then we use the past participle verb. So this is the third verb, verb number three, like eaten, for example. So I had eaten. This is a simple past perfect sentence, I had eaten. But if you say it alone, it doesn't really make any sense. We need to have past simple there before. So the question could be, what did you do before you came to work? And then you could reply, I had eaten. Maybe that's not such a natural example, but there's a simple example for us. So 
Before you came to work, past simple, I had eaten, past perfect. The reason why they always come together is because past perfect is the past of the past. This is the really confusing thing, but it might make it simpler if you look at a timeline. So if you look at a line that represents time, the line in the middle will be now, the present. Obviously you have the future on the right. On the left, you have the past. And even more left, you have the past perfect. So in other words, wherever you see the had in the sentence, that part always came first. For example, the train had left before we arrived at the station. So in this example, we know the train left first because it has had. Also, we do say before, so before makes it even more clear. But yeah, the train had left before we arrived. So train left first, we arrived second, but both of them are in the past. They're just at different levels of the past. He had gone to work when I knocked on his door. So when, this makes it a little bit harder, but see, we often use words like before, when, or after to indicate the time difference. It's kind of saying, when I knocked on his door, I realized he left for work before that time. He had gone to work, let's say at 6 a.m., when I knocked on his door at 7 a.m. But now I'm talking, it's 8 a.m. So there's like a bit of time travel going on here. If we reversed it, we could say, I had knocked on his door when he went to work. This sentence is a little bit more confusing. I'm not sure if it really makes sense, but if we go, you know, follow the rule here, that kind of means the opposite. Like the knocking happened first, then he went to work second. And yet, as I said before, we always need past simple and past perfect together unless it's implied. So when I say implied, I mean it's kind of suggested. We know it's there, but we don't say it. Usually that's because it's in a question. So one person says, when you got home, was she still there? Which is a past simple question. And then you could say, she had already left. Past perfect. This is kind of a shorter way to say the whole sentence, which could be, by the time I got home, she had already left. So she left before I got home. And here's another common phrase, by the time. It kind of means when, by the time I got home, when I got home. As I said in the present perfect episode, different tenses are very good friends. So present simple and present perfect are very good friends together. They, they, they like to be together. For example, I am so excited. I have just passed my driving test. So this means I am excited now because just now I passed my driving test. So we've got present simple and present perfect tense. Similarly, past simple and past perfect are also good friends. Think of them as um, inseparable brothers. They're always together. And even when they're not in the same sentence, they're still thinking about each other. That's a good way to look at it. They're never truly apart. 
So if we get the previous sentences and make it into the past, that would be, I was so excited, I had just passed my driving test. So it's the same event, but rather than happening now, it's happening in the past. So I was excited, past simple, maybe last year, because I had just passed my driving test just before that moment, right? So that's the basic overview of past perfect tense. See, the rules are quite simple. It only took me, what, like six minutes to describe? It's not too much to it. it I think the hard part is just practicing and internalizing, getting used to it, you know? So that's quite, that's quite a tough one, I would say. I could also mention past perfect continuous to make it even harder. And for continuous, we would say subject plus had been. We always need had been. And then we need the ing verb, such as he had been studying English for two years before he went to London. He had been studying English before he went to London. So this means the study English happened first, went to London happened second. We use continuous because it was in progress before the past action. It was like a long progress, a, a long process, right? It took a long time. Here's another one. By the time I arrived home, I'd been driving for six hours. So this means when I got home, I looked back at the past before that moment and realized that it took me six hours to drive there. So driving happened first, arriving home happened second. Here's one more example using a different word. We can use until. I had been practicing to be a famous footballer for years until I broke my legs. So I had been practicing before I broke my legs. If we reversed it, it doesn't make much sense. Like I had broke my legs until I became a famous footballer. So in this case, I broke my legs and then when I became a footballer, I stopped breaking my legs. So it doesn't make any sense, but you can see moving that had to the other half of the sentence, the other clause, that kind of reverses the chrono chronological order. It reverses the chronology, which means the time. It reverses the time. But okay, I'm probably going to stop the practice here. I don't want to go on too long and make it more confusing than it needs to be. But I can give you some practice. So I implore you, I invite you to leave a comment on the show notes. That would be the best place. The show notes for this episode will be levelupenglish.school slash podcast85. Podcast85, 15 away from 100, right? Wow. So if you go to that link, go to the comments at the bottom, leave your answers, I will 100% reply to you. But it's a little bit tricky because some of these answers you may have to be creative with there is no one correct answer. So even if two people get this right, you might have different answers. So I'm going to give you two events, two events in present simple. Your job 
is to decide which one of these events should come first. So the one that comes first should be pass perfect, and then the other event should be pass simple, and you have to link them together using one of the words we learned today, like before, after, while, as soon as, until. One of these words will be the easiest one, I would say. So here's an example. We have she moves out. Second event, I find notes. So I could decide, hmm, maybe I found the notes first. Doesn't really matter, but let's say I found the notes. So I could say she moved out after I had found the notes. Yeah, so I made a past perfect sentence with past simple using those two events. I'm going to give you three examples, three questions to work with. So number one, I know it. I know it. Second event, she run, she runs away. So I know it, maybe I know that she ran away and she run away. I know it, she run away. Can you make a past perfect sentence with this one? Okay, here's one. I think this one probably only has one way that makes the most sense. Number two, he phones her, she finds her phone. He phones her, she finds her phone. Okay, the last one, study English, move to Australia. Study English, move to Australia. So see what you can come up with. I'd love to hear your answers. I'd love to hear you get creative with them as well. And also it shows that you understood today because it is a difficult topic. Well, I hope this um, little episode cleared things up for you or maybe it was a nice introduction. I hope it wasn't too hard to follow in audio form. But any feedback or any questions, I would love to hear that as well. So at the end of the show, now I'm going to read a couple podcast reviews and then leave you with a nice quote to inspire you for the rest of the week. So I haven't had many podcast reviews recently. So if you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be more than happy to read it on a future episode. And it makes my day as well. I really appreciate people taking the time. So I've got one from Seven Rudd. And they said, hey, keep going. I'm in love with your podcasts. Thank you so much. Stay safe. So thank you very much, Rudd, from the United Arab Emirates. I also had a nice email from them. So thank you very much for the the kind email and the podcast review. That's really kind of you. I love to hear from you guys. I had one more from Amira, Amira27, who said, the best podcast ever, period, in capital letters. Thank you so much. I don't quite agree it's the best podcast. I, I know many good podcasts out there, but I'm so glad you think so. Thank you. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So let's end today with a quote from my Level Up English Instagram page. Um, the followers have really been blowing up this week. Maybe it's you guys. Ever since I started reading the quotes, I have so like a couple hundred followers in the past couple days. So that's pretty amazing. 
So yeah, once a week I post a quote, I post a word and an expression. So a little bit of kind of like a word of the day kind of thing that you can learn. Today's quote is from Nelson Mandela. And this is, it always seems impossible until it's done. A little bit of motivation for you there. Always seems impossible until it's done. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you next week for the next episode. Bye-bye. Have a great week. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.